What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Welcome back to Eat More Barbecue, Canada's barbecue podcast. This is episode 255, coming to you from the basement studio at Eat More Barbecue World Headquarters in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm happy to bring you this episode featuring two of my favorite people in the barbecue community. I've said many times over that the greatest gift I've received from my time around barbecue is the friendships I've gained through it. I first met Barry Kreiser back in 2019 when I competed in an amateur competition out in Cremona, Alberta. Later that year, I got to chat with him a little at the Porkapalooza competition up in Edmonton, and I've gotten to know both he and Lana better over the last couple of years on the competition circuit in and around Alberta. They are quite simply a couple of the nicest folks you could hope to meet. Their competition team has been steadily climbing the standings. They have competed in the U.S. and Europe as well as Western Canada, and they also have a great line of rubs that they sell. Barry and Lana Kreiser from Kreiser Barbecue are my guests this month. First up, though, I want to make a quick mention of something I'm very excited about. As you all may know, I am the Alberta chapter lead for the Canadian Barbecue Society, and we are thrilled to announce the formation of the Canadian Barbecue Hall of Fame. Coming soon, Canadian Barbecue Society premium members will have the opportunity to nominate people that they feel are worthy of recognition into the inaugural class of inductees into the Hall of Fame. Additionally, we will be looking for a few members to participate in the process as part of the selection committee. We'll be launching the newly revamped CBBQS website soon, so keep your eyes peeled for that and also on our social media for information about the Hall of Fame nomination process. Can't wait. Hands down for me, one of the, actually not one of, but the best part of being in the barbecue community is the uh, the people I've gotten to meet over the years. And I'm really excited to be up here in Didsbury, Alberta today with uh, two of the finest folks I've been able to come across in the barbecue community, uh, Lana, Lana, sorry, yep, Lana. I struggle with that. <laughs> Lana and Barry, uh, Kreiser Barbecue. Uh, welcome, guys. Oh well, thanks for coming up. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. My pleasure. Really excited to uh, do a little catch up and yeah. see what's happening. I know you got some new, exciting things happening with uh, on the competition side and the uh, the product side. So, uh, first question I do ask everybody, and Lana, we'll start with you: Is what does barbecue mean to you? Uh, barbecue for me is a way to connect with people. Um, it's often a social event, whether we're at a competition or we have people at our place in the backyard. Uh, people can gather around and watch the process and just that hands-on piece for me of what your meal ends up like is, is very satisfying. Yep. Awesome. Barry, how about you? Uh, barbecue for me is, is um, well, it's kind of become an obsession uh, of sorts. It's, it's a nice uh, distraction from my regular work. Um, it's, uh, I think, family, it's, it's good times, it's, it's social, it's friends, um, kind of all of that wrapped into one. I, I was... We watched this one TV show. What is it? The soccer and Ted Lasso. And, oh yes, yeah. And the, and the one guy, he's like, uh, football is life. Football is life. Right? Yes, yeah, so, yeah. The Mexican yeah, barbecue guy, yeah. is life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great show. Great show. A uh, little bit background about yourself. You're from this area, or kind of? I'm actually or? from uh, sort of southeastern Alberta, over okay. in Youngstown. Okay. Yeah. East of Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then. Uh, Grew up there, graduated, and went to uh, University of Calgary. Took a Bachelor of Science in Computer Science. Okay. And uh, had a little house there, and then met my lovely bride, Lana, yep. in Calgary. <laughs> yep. yeah. Almost 25 years. Well, we've been together almost 30, huh? and married 25 years. Nice, nice. Yeah, so work in... Uh, Work in Calgary. Um, after our first child, we decided to move out to be closer to family. Lana's folks are uh, closer to Didsbury. Okay. Didsbury's a bit of a compromise. Right. It's still close enough that we can sure. commute. Yep. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, I grew up on a farm as well, uh, northwest of Oles, and so I'm 
from the area that we now live in. Right. And um, uh, did a little bit of traveling for school. Lived out on the coast, but mostly I've lived in Alberta and Calgary. And, um, yeah, we're loving the Anchorage life. Mm -hmm. And um, I also... Barry owns his own company outside of Barbecue, and I own one as well. So between the Barbecue company and the other two, we're pretty busy. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, life Life keeps you busy, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So how did the, the barbecue, where did you get into the barbecue stuff initially? How did that all start? So um, I don't know if, if anyone's seen me. I'm a pretty big guy. I like to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not, I, not, un I, not uncommon in the barbecue. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. so I uh, I like barbecue. Yeah. I think my yeah. first real sort of um, connection with barbecue was through uh, we used to go on trips to NASCAR mm. tracks. Okay. Um, so we were down in Talladega, right, in Alabama, and mm. uh, 2009, I was walking through the parking lot, and there was there was uh, a bunch of teams set up for barbecue. At, at okay. this point, I I didn't know anything about com right. competition barbecue, um, but I really was drawn to just. You know what are these guys doing? Walk, walking around. So I walked through, met a lot of the folks. It looked like a lot of fun. So after that trip, um, I'd gotten um, back from that trip. I decided to to get into barbecue a little bit. And my brother was already he had a, a char griller grill and yep. he was already kind of into it so I asked him you know what should I get mm -hmm. and he said well just get something simple start with a Weber kettle yep so that's where I started and yep. I haven't looked back yeah there you yeah. go yeah <laughs> and Lonnie you got a yeah I I joined the tagged along or <laughs> yeah um mostly because in 2009 we had a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old right yep and so we had to wait until we had driving kids because mm. we do live out of town. Yep. And they were both very active in summer sports. So when there'd be a barbecue competition, I was probably at a swimming pool right, yeah. or a baseball yep. So that was his thing for a little bit. Yep. And off he went. And then um, uh, once they were driving, yeah, we were able to get more involved. We were always cooking at home together. Yeah. And... Uh, I find that, first of all, we understand what we're doing without having to say it, which nice. is always nice when you're cooking and yeah. barbecue team. Yeah. Um, we don't take offense to each other when I say this is too much this or not enough that. Right. Um, we can test at home all the time. Yeah. And so, and I kind of take after my dad where I don't like to lose. Okay, so, so um, we, we were chatting before, and I said I didn't have that very competitive side to me. You seem I, to, you maybe do a little more. So. I do. I, <laughs> I am all for congratulating someone when they win. Yeah. And of course, as we know in barbecue, we do really care for yes. other teams and how well they do. And yep. it comes down to how well you can cook. Not really about, it's not about that, it's not what you do. Yeah. Um, and I like that aspect of it. Yeah. And I, I'm always very driven to, if we don't get the results we want, I can't stop thinking about how we're going to improve it. And yep. I would say very exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, every week we're talking about yeah. barbecue. And yeah. Right now we're, we're kind of missing uh, the yeah. cadence of... You know, regular competition. Yeah, we kind of had it wrapped up up here for us. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's right. yeah. So, at what? When was it that you first kind of started doing the competitions? So it was 2010. 2010. I had a group okay. Of, uh, my my brother, my brother-in-law, a couple friends from Didsbury. We wanted to put a team in. We I had done the research and and barbecue on the bow in Calgary. Yep. Was. I think the only event in Cal in Alberta at the time. Probably at the time, yeah. Unless I don't know when Edmonton started up, but yeah, yeah. a few years yeah. after that. Um, so I got a hold of Deborah Wong yeah, okay. um, in 20, 2010, and she said, "Well, we're full, but we're having a, a judges' training thing. You could come cook for that." Okay. And, and 
you know, meet a few people. Yep. So that was at a um, place called the Cookbook Company or something. Yeah, yeah, Cook, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I went there, and that's where I met my friend Bernie Kenny. Bernie, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I cooked there. I think I cooked a pork butt, and I brought it in, and I knew nothing of, of you know, how to part it out or, or what they're looking for right. in the box. Yep. So Bernie and I, we pulled this pork butt, and he asked me what recipe I used. I said, well... Chris Lilly, uh, I used his recipes, famous yep. pit master. And Big Bob Gibson, yeah. Yeah, that's yep. right. Mm-hmm. And Bernie said, well, this is probably as good as Chris Lilly's ever done. Oh. So I took that as a bit of yep. a big compliment. Yep. And uh, so I went through that. And then the following year, um, did the did the bowl with yep. my brothers and okay. friends. And we did uh, uh, a event in Edmonton. At, it was more of an exhibition. It was okay. in November. It yep. was 30 below. Yeah. But they had tents and heaters at the, the uh, Northlands for the farm fair. I think okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of the start of it. Right. What were, you, was it, were you cooking as BK back then, or was it, did you have a different... Um, uh, Bernie and I, for the first... <coughs> I don't know, five or six years, sort of altered. Well, not even that long. We were smoking butt okay. when I was with my brothers. Yeah, okay. And then when they they had kind of dropped out in maybe 2012, yeah. um, I started cooking by myself. And Bernie, he used to cook with his son, Eric. Okay. And then Eric dropped out at some point. So we found ourselves... At a couple events, cooking by ourselves, and you know, looking yep. looking at each other like, why are we cooking by ourselves? Yeah. And uh, so we would alternate between smoking pot and smoking box uh, barbecue right. for different events. Okay. And each other out. Yep. Yeah. Nice. And then eventually we said, well, Bernie had seen that my coolers were all marked with. Uh, BK, right? Everything I had. Ah, yes. He's like, well, those are my initials. <laughs> so he had suggested match made in heaven. Yeah, let's, let's go with, uh, with uh, BK barbecue. Yep. So, yeah, that was sort of the start of our okay. uh, our our team. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, um, I guess that's one thing that I was getting asked over the last couple of years when it became more and more very annoying. Yeah. Um, as sort of the primaries, we have teammates that were. Yep. Or couldn't come and, um, is we, why, and, and our, our rub wine, yeah, BK and not BLK, yeah, yeah. So I would just say I was the BB behind the brain, you know, yep. there's other BBs, yeah, 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 and we'll get into I know there's there's been a bit of a change, and we'll we'll chat about that. Uh, as you guys over the years, uh, you've done some traveling with barbecue uh doing judging and yeah. and competing right so yeah so what had started as a as a, a business trip mm-hmm. into london yeah um became a um, opportunity to go judge in, right in belgium yeah okay. yeah at that time um Sperry had a cbg which i did not yeah we got hold of the organizers who we're now friends with. Yes, yeah. And um, and I, I said, look, I've been around it a lot. I yeah. I volunteer, um, so I worked at the turning table. Perfect. And it was an amazing experience. So yeah, yeah getting to meet primarily the English speaking of yeah. Course, yep. uh, judging crew who we're all really good friends with now. And yep. you actually interviewed Mark, Mark and Ange. Yep. Yep. Um, the reps from the UK. Yep. And the uh, organizers at Belgium, Dave and Catherine, said, come back mm-hmm. and use our equipment because obviously we can't use it this week. Right. We're, we're busy. And so we did that the following year. Yeah. And, um, you know, you taking trains, planes, trains, and automobiles yep. to get there. It's a little tiny town in Belgium and in the town square. Um, 
it's an amazing experience. If anyone gets a chance to do an international trip, they should. Yeah. Um, because barbecue is barbecue. Yeah. It's still KCBS. And uh, people are just as welcoming and warm as, as anywhere you're going to go to a competition. Yeah. Um, and then you have friends. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Friends for life. It's yep. pretty amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And that, and and you know, you you talk about the the folks they're offering up their equipment. Yeah. I think maybe that's something that people don't realize if they're wanting to travel, if yes. they put the word out to the organizers. Yeah. You know, they're going to get equipment. They're going to get what they need to cook. We went last fall to England. Yeah, you did. And yeah. Did, uh, one in Devon. Yeah. And same thing. We borrowed um, equipment. Yeah. Um, mostly from a bunch of swines, which another renowned team. Yep. And um, uh, camped in a field. Yep. <laughs> they provided what we needed. It yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's, um, it provides adventure. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's so much fun. You meet people and then you may do one like from our Belgium one there was a couple teams that were also in the UK yep. and of course a lot of the judges that we know so it's uh, we're it's trying to get them over here now yeah, yeah. yeah well, they, we had some folks here. this year that came over for barbecue on the bow right where were they oh, uh, that's right yeah so from they, Florida right yeah Canton yeah. uh, Jody Harris that's they're, right yeah there are 150 plus competitions yeah um, under with judging, yeah, they're you know beyond master uh, CBJs, mm-hmm. and so they live in Florida. They were actually in the UK while we were, yep, and they were also uh, they they've done the Belgium one. They weren't there the same year as us, but they travel around and and do destination, yeah. Uh, you know, judging yep. events for KCBS. Yeah, I think there's a fair bit of folks that do that. Well, Ken and Brenda do that a bit as well, yeah, right? When they're yeah. they're traveling, they'll try to do competent judging, and it's a neat. Uh, yeah. They just finished. Uh, Kent and Jody just got home. They judged the Royal and the Jack on their way home. Yeah. Um. So they were gone. Was it twenty well, weeks? I was gonna say a couple so, of months for sure yeah, if they were up yeah. here, and then yeah. 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 So, you know, some someday, and this is part of uh, the motivation for for the Chrysler Barbecue Company is that if we can get in our retirement something that supports that, mm-hmm. you know, interest, right, right, yeah, and have some passive income out of that company to yeah to help with that. That's that's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we ventured into the states. Um, yeah. 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 And um, Montana and Arizona. Montana and Idaho brought our own equipment. Right. Um, Close enough that. Yeah. But drove down. Yeah. Yeah. But for Arizona, Yuma, right. which is pretty much in Mexico, almost. Yeah. You right. can see the border. Yep. Uh, we borrowed as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. I encourage anyone that's uh, interested in that, mm-hmm. um, you know, just sort of. Uh, Take a step, you know, yeah. and get a hold of the organizer, as you say, yeah. and just say, look, I'd, I'd love to come to your event. Is there a local uh, organization or a group or a team that would, everybody's got extra barbecue. Exactly, yeah. 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 No, that's, uh, that's, that's one of the great things with that community, right? Yeah. That, uh, yeah. you know, everyone's willing to lend a hand and help you out. And, that's right. Yeah. 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 So let's uh, talk about the business side of it. Uh, uh, you know, line of rubs that started out as BK, and there's been the transition now. But uh, how did that? What was the motivation behind uh, Lana kind of behind getting into the the rub business? Yeah. So, uh, well, Barry had been playing around with um, what became our all-purpose in yeah. school yeah. Um, for a couple of years, trying to nail down something that, based on other rubs, sort of. A lot of them have a very similar base, right? And so playing around with those percentages and what you liked and what we liked and what was seemed to be working. Um, so that was our first go at making a rub. Yeah. And um, and then 
from that, it just sort of grew on what else do we need and mm-hmm. what else do we use yeah. and what do we like. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, originally it was uh, commercial kitchen renting locally, sourcing jars and yeah. lids and mm-hmm. made our own labels, um, ordered them from like printing companies. Yeah. Staples. Staples, yeah. Sure, yeah. And trying to find places that would sell it. Yeah. Um, we wanted to make sure right from the get-go that we were following all the needs that we could to make it commercial. Right. So we didn't want to be a farmer's market rub. Um, nothing, something wrong with selling at a farmer's market, but we wanted to have potentially something that's commercial. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that we knew could be traceable, you know, has a barcode, yep. follows all the rules around language yep. needs for Canada, um, nutritional information. E- easier to start that way easier than to start. start the other way and exactly. ramp it into that after the fact, right? right? So, so we started out with spreadsheets and and figuring out measurements and so forth. And then, yeah, the, because we both work full time, it was uh, renting for a weekend. Right. And um, when our, we started doing rubs about five years ago now. Yeah, I was. Uh, we incorporated three years ago. Yeah. So I think it was at least four. Yeah. Right. And um, so our kids were still in and out, and we jokingly called it tuition earning. Yeah. And um, so it was nice when we had the help. Yeah. Um, but then we're empty nesters. Yeah. So now it's. People trying to learn. In addition to full time jobs, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and we knew we wanted to grow. Yep. So, yeah, we started to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, early days, we had, you know, there's stuff that comes up and, and you're not sure about it. We reached out to, you know, the kind folks like Motley, yep. to Joe and Jess, who got advice on. You know, what do we do for barcodes, or, or you know, where do we get the nutritional label? Right. Uh, Brian from House of Q. Um, you know, com- people that are in the business are more than willing yeah. to uh, lend a hand and, and give a bit of advice. And yeah. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we we now have a distributor, um, Fire Barbecue, and yep. we have a co-packer. Yep. Um, when did you switch over to the co-packer? Um, so when when fire first got started, um, yep. you know, knowing Jim yep. Dyer really well, mm-hmm. um, I was, well, we were even, you know, during the outbound days in conversation of maybe going to, with a distribution company mm-hmm. in the hopes that... Uh, we can uh, grow the business, yeah. right? Yeah. But in order to support a distribution company and the demands that they're going to create on you, um, you better be willing to uh, wrap up production. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we're we're doing this on weekends, and we realize that oh, okay, so yeah. we better get a co-pack. Yeah. So it kind of went hand in hand. As soon as we recognized that we wanted to go with the, with fire barbecue, yep. then we recognized also that we need somebody to make it. Right. Yeah. It also was the impetus for changing the name to right. barbecue or yep. KB. Um, yeah. Uh, it is berries in my company, right. but it's also um, not Burger King. Ever. Right. Yeah. 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 And and not dif- differentiate a yeah. little. Yeah. Yeah. And not. Um, the barbecue team. Right. It was always yeah. yeah. It was always separate. Right? Yeah. So I think to be fair to Lana, it was more yeah, it was more of a her and I. Yeah. Right. Not yep. a not a bear, BK, not a Barry Kreiser thing, but a, yep. but a Lana Barry thing. Yep. And when we were having early conversations with Stu and Jim, there was um, a really strong recommendation to change our labels because they were a bit amateurish looking, not, I mean, it wasn't done by a professional. Yeah. Um, they, were, they, they were cute, but. Yeah, they were cute. Yeah. I, I built, 
I built the original yeah. ones. I had a little help from my tattoo buddy on, yep. on some, some artwork and, artwork yep. and yep. stuff. But, sure. But yeah, they, you know, looking back as attached as I was to that sort of sure. branding, yeah. I now recognize that we made a good move in yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, uh, getting an artist yeah. to, this to do is it. The, yeah. the look now, it's yeah, yeah. very professional looking. Right. and yeah, uh, yeah. professional. You did a great job. Yep. Yeah, Michael. Um, uh, I'll look at my phone. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike. He's yeah. a great guy. Um, yeah, and the pig being primary on the first label, also, it's hard for the general backyard warrior Joe to realize that it can be for other meats. Yeah. And so when they're in a barbecue <coughs> store and they see a pig on the label, they're just going to go high and yeah. cooking turkey or chicken or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was part of it as well. Yeah, Michael uh, with Incube A Creative. Okay, yeah. Out of uh, British Columbia, he, he kind of specializes in uh, food labeling. Okay, so, nice. Yeah, he knows all. The, he's got connections for the translations and you know, knows what needs to be on the label. Yep. So great guy. And we, um, you know, we put our money where our rubs are. We. We use them in competitions. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we, these are rubs that we want to win. Yep. And uh, that we stand behind. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the lineup now of the rubs? You started with the old school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, started with the old school. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. And, and then from there, we went with uh, our season salt. Albert Gold. Yeah. Um, excited to sort of just put a, put a little thing out there. Um, they use it at the trailer Parker. Oh, nice. Oh. Which I hadn't told anyone because it wasn't for us to tell. It sure. Yeah. For uh, yeah. For Tex to tell, and he yep. put a little blog on our nice. Instagram last night. So, oh, nice. Yeah, cats nice. out of the bag. There, yeah. So. Oh, awesome. That's, That's the Alberta Gold. There you go. Alberta Gold. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Use it on a few of the sinks. Uh, yep. I'm not going to say which ones. But, sure. No. Um, so we, yeah, we had the start with the old school and then went with the gold and the the pirate blend. Pirate blend, yeah. Which is sort of a Montreal steak spice. Steak spice, yeah. yeah. That's uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then SPG. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So our SPG, um, there's you know lots of iterations of SPG out there. Sure. I like ours the best. Yep, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, makes our briskets very happy. Yep. And then um, the the high life. Uh, oh, high, high tide. High tide. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was just over a year ago. We yep. um, decided to do um, seafood seasoning. Yep. And yeah, we're, I'm pretty proud of that one because we wanted yeah. to play around and get something that had a bit more of for that. Um, Mediterranean slash Caribbean okay. flavoring behind it, yep. as opposed to like a lemon pepper right. or yep. okay. primarily dill, mm -hmm. which a lot of seasoning have. Yep. So we wanted something a little bit more warm and mm -hmm. um, and it's quite versatile. Like people have yep. said, they use it on well, and I do too. Use it on other things. Yep. Seafood. Yep. Yeah. And then now we're working on a six. Yeah. Well, so hopefully by <coughs> hopefully by Christmas. I'm, I'm just not sure. I haven't tested it enough, but yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah. something in the works. Something in the works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. we're getting close. Awesome. After this short break, Lana and Barry explain the reason behind the name change from BK to Kreiser Barbecue and more. Are you a business owner interested in advertising on this podcast? Hit me up by email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com for all of the details on how you can get your message out to a very focused audience of barbecue and grilling lovers. Competitive rates and full participation in crafting your message are all part of advertising on Canada's Barbecue Podcast. Now back to the episode. And then you guys have made the decision to, with the competition team, change that over to, to Chrysler as well or to KB, right? Yeah, so that uh, first and foremost is is, um, is a, a business decision. Yeah. Um, we need to support our, <coughs> our brand, 
Yep. Um, you know, we moved from BK to KD, and and uh, so that was the primary decision. Yep. Um, I guess second, secondarily um, to that, it's it's also represents a bit of focus. We want to just get down to the two of us are always there. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, with the way it's kind of become Bernie's pretty involved in the events themselves. Different, yeah, exactly. And yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that's great, and yeah. I, I I really support him doing that. But um, I think just popping out the two of us, it'll just help us <coughs> have a, a focus yeah. for us. Right? Yeah. So yeah. So we're excited for that. Our our first. Um, End of October represents the end of this season, and okay. after that, we're going to change the name over. Moving to forward, yeah. Crazy barbecue, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's been a great run, and yep. and, um, and our teammates, you know, wish us the best. Yeah, awesome. not 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 an easy decision, I'm sure, for you guys to kind no. of no, no, it's make not, that, but right? It, was a, it felt like a really natural transition time. Yeah. The writing was on the wall for yeah. sure. It was. Yeah. 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 We, we go to uh, you know to a demo at a store and half our stuff's BK and half the other half is kinds of barbecue and it's yeah. So you're trying to explain that and yeah. then um, you know the company does sponsor um, our activity right as yeah. an incentive for selling rubs so we need to align to the brand. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 No. no yeah. Uh, knowing your teammates as I do. Yeah. Uh, you got to. Great group of guys there, and uh, oh, yeah. I don't think, yeah, understanding. Yeah. And, and you know, Bernie with barbecue on the bow, he's you know at, at that event, uh, Bizano, he's busy, so busy. it's uh, yeah. Yeah. takes him well, away he's from such an ambassador for the whole yes Canadian Barbecue Society in yep. general, yep. and um, and so he's always pulled in more than one direction when he's even not an event. Yeah, yeah, um, and. Yeah, and our other teammates, you know, can they be there or not? Yeah, well, and, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it'll be good. Yeah. 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 He, uh, I always thought that would be the best job for Bernie is to, to be, like, the ambassador. Yeah, right? yeah. Because, you know, everybody knows me, everybody loves Bernie, yep. and he really likes to, you know, go around and visit. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. definitely a, a fixture. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, good candidate in my record for uh, you know Canadian Barbecue Hall of Fame. That's uh, coming up, yeah. So we'll uh, yeah, we'll be some news coming on that very quickly. Perfect. So yeah, awesome. yeah, yes, That's something I'm excited about. So. Yeah, for sure. Let's uh, let's talk about cookers. Yeah, for well, sure. you you've cooked uh, the time I've known you, you've cooked on a few different things, but uh, talk about that a little. Okay, so. Um, We've got a few. Kind of a smoker addiction. Yeah. Not not uncommon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've always we've always been well, I've always been a, a charcoal guy. I, I think that comes from even as back as um, you know, their early well, early to mid seventies when I was a kid. Just, yep. You you would go to a barbecue and it was it was a big social thing. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and they would be cooking on these these saucer-looking, uh, you know, cheap little yeah. almost throwaway grills. Yep. And Dad would load up a uh, you know a pyramid of, of coals and a bit of lighter fluid and a <laughs> can of lighter fluid and, and light that and, and you know just yep. that the memory of the smell. Mm-hmm. Right? And, yeah. and just the the social aspect of charcoal and the time that it takes to you know get going and while you're doing that you're visiting and yeah. and, and for me my attachment to charcoal I mean we still cook on charcoal today and yeah. that's what I that's my go-to um, so until recently <laughs> have only cooked on pellet grills um, at Two competitions, the two, the one in Belgium. Okay. Um, our sponsor, 
and the organizer for the event. He was a Traeger, still is a Traeger ambassador. Right, right. So he, he lent us an Ironwood. Yep. And we did pretty well on it. We got the, the call that we did get was in ribs, and it was it was cooked on uh, on that. And then in Yuma, we had a GMG. Okay. Yep. Um, that I'm trying to think, it was probably. Yeah, it was um, the guy that sponsored us yeah. with the equipment down there. Yeah, when you're asking to borrow stuff, you can't be uh, yeah, you, too choosy, I guess, you, right? You <laughs> take what, yeah. And it, it actually worked for us there, too. Yeah. We got first in ribs in uh, Yuma. And, and, but those were the two yeah. times that we had cooked on pellets until recently we, we were fortunate to win the draw. That's right, yes. <laughs> On the nice yoga. That's right, yes. What a dream machine that is. Yeah. If you can have a pellet smoker, you might as well go the top. Best. Go all the, yeah. 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 yeah, she's a Ferrari now. Yeah, how you've been, I've been watching your posts and stuff. You've been making good use out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it really is nice. You know, it's as close to, uh, well, it, it's essentially live fire cooking the way you yeah. can pull the, you know, pull the, the, Diffuser put yeah. out and yeah. just have that same heat. So, yeah. yeah, you better talk about Big Blue. Yes, yeah, yeah well, we were good. I was I wasn't going to let him get off there. But. Yeah. So, actually, I, just to step back from that for for one second, I when we first got into uh, into cooking, people were cooking on the WSMs. Yep. And, and uh, I guess my first real cooker was. Uh, a backwood smoker. We got one. These are out of the states. They're very American. You don't see that many up here. I think yeah. Big Sky had. Yeah. They were, they were selling them. Yeah, they were. Yep. So we got this one out of uh, a company out of Vancouver. Shipped it up. Really liked it. Cooked on. My brother had one as well. We cooked on two of those. Kind of the cabinet or vault yeah, style, it's a right? Vault yeah. Style, yep. Uh, double walled smoker. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And then we went to a bigger one of those. Um, it's called Fat Boy. It's okay. Basically, a bigger version of that. Yeah. And then, uh, so we had that while everybody else was cooking with WSMs and uh, or pellet smokers. And then we had a stint where just didn't want to do the long cooks. We wanted to cook. Uh, wanted to cook on. Uh, do the hot and fast, so we, we did the year of barrels in one. Yeah. 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 And it was a disaster. <laughs> the first year of barrels. <laughs> yeah. And then the second year we started to hit. That was that was so last year. Yeah. yeah, last year. Yeah. Last year yeah. we started yeah. to hit and we, we got team of the year in brisket and yeah. got kind of the hot and fast cook figured out. Yeah. Um, but we're tired of uh, you know having to set up for Barrels. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that's where they, Big Blue comes. Yeah, in. that's where Big Blue comes in. And yeah. Big Blue is sort of a hybrid. It's a, basically an offset, but the inspiration was, can I put two barrels together? Mm -hmm. And what would that look like? Yeah. Right. So we, I, I learned a CAD system and and uh, drew it all up and wanted the same displacement as a barrel. Yeah. But I wanted essentially two barrels by making it into more of a box. Um, well, I, I'd be, uh, I, I, I totally uh, should back up a little bit. We also, when I started cooking with Bernie, he's, he's got the smoking, smoking box. box yeah. So, right? Yeah. And smoking boxes were always a big part of our cooking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, I sometimes, you know, Forget about that, but yeah. they're such a nice, versatile yeah. little cooker. Yeah. And they are partly an inspiration of Big Blue. Right. Right. Yeah, some of the shape at least is similar. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah the shape's similar. Yep. It's a Idea. box, yep. right? Um, yeah, and it's basically an offset as well. Yep. Great cooker, great yeah. great rib machine. We won many uh, award on it. Yeah. Um, so just going, going uh, back to Big Blue, Got a CAD system, um, drew it up. I wanted something that looked like a barrel, but was basically two barrels. Mm -hmm. And I wanted something with uh, tighter venting than 
then the smoking box. Smoking box here adjusts the vent with the lid. Yeah. This is looks like a barrel. Yeah. Yeah. So designed that. Um, got our friends at Barrel Boss to to build the prototype for yep. us. Uh, from our drawings, uh, Troy and, and uh, Kelly. Kelly did a great job yep. doing that up. And so yeah, we cooked on that all year. Yeah. And did well with it. It uh, hot and fast or offset at the same time. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it. You probably have more than two barrels worth of cooking space you, on there, right? You do. Yeah. You, you gain uh, where where the corners would be. Yeah. Uh, right, like a round barrel. You yeah, you lose you that. Don't the corners, so yeah. You lose that. So, yeah. Yeah, you gain thirty yeah. percent on that. Yeah. So it's it's basically. Two and a half fish, maybe. Two and a half, half almost yeah. three barrels. Yeah. So the the cookers are two feet by by four feet, and then just slightly less uh, height than a barrel. Yeah. They're thirty and a half. So we can cook all four meats on it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So the the setup is uh, brisket right over the heat. Brisket lights heat um, next to the brisket, and almost just offset is the pork. Yeah. And then we would hang our ribs on the as far away from the heat, right? So yep. they would be more of uh, indirect heat. Yeah. yeah. And then once the brisket's done, and then the Cambro, then Lana yeah, gets Lana's been working on the chicken. Lana's so, the chicken. Yeah, yeah she's <laughs> fixed a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. No, and it, yeah, I know you've talked about it. Just the. The ease of having that one cooker to move in and out for competitions. And Clean up. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. yeah. So nice. You're managing Lighting one fire. Managing one fire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you see that with with a lot of the you know great teams and the up and coming teams like look at Smoking Outlaws yep. on their on their one cooker yep. right or Arrowhead yeah. right all these guys cooking on them these big ops. Yeah. I think you're going to see a, a trend towards more of that. Seems to be a shift. Eh? When yeah. We were chatting about it uh, before we started here, uh, just the kind of the progression of yeah. what we've seen here, and it uh, yeah. certainly seems to be going that way. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for us, destination cooks are going to be, I was telling Lana, we're going to have to dust the barrel off if we're going to do some destination cooks because you're not going to source a big blue. No, yeah, right? yeah. But you, you watch good good pit masters like like Janice yep. Smellick yep. Smellick she can go somewhere and you know not having cooked on WSMs for a year or whatever and get calls right or go down to Texas and cook uh, cook the big Houston thing and, and get calls on an offset right yeah. you just no. yeah yeah once you know the different machines and how they work yeah. If you've got your recipes and your processes down, then it's just a matter of right. tweaking for whatever you're cooking on. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's always more by you have to pivot all the time. Yeah. Like we're we're like okay, it's not where we want it to be. What do we need to do right yeah. now? Because you know, especially when you're going overseas, the, the uh, elevation's different and the humidity's different, and yeah. so those things really affect your cook. Yeah. Timing, like yeah, you, we have a schedule and we try to stay. Of course, to it, yep. But you have to be ready to pivot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We uh, we've kind of developed the strategy and we've implemented it this year. And um, our first thing was we need to get rid of all the noise, mm -hmm. and that includes extra things in our kit, yeah, extra stuff in our trailer. We would get home from a competition, and we'd be looking at stuff and we go through it and, and we would say did we use that yeah no okay gone. it's gone yeah right yeah. until you get down to we started that like six totes and by the end of it we were down to two totes yeah. and we used to have a big roller cabinet now we're down to a small roller cabinet yeah um, we're down to a tight schedule so everything's documented now yeah right so yeah. that you can approach it with if you get rid of a lot of the noise then there's less things that take your attention and you're doing activities that matter yeah right yeah so we have like our schedule of every comp 
I mean, we're not the only team that does it. Yeah. But it's on a clipboard and in the moment we'll write stuff down, like this happened or we needed to do this or whatever. But then post up on the way home, we're going through it. Or the right. next day, we're yeah. sitting down with it. And that's when it's fresh, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe it's something out of your control, maybe not. Like yeah. We were in Montana and um, the second oh. flood was coming. Oh. Um, <laughs> It, it was raining so bad that for turn-in, I had to walk up an alley in ankle-deep water. Wow. That had a current. <laughs> <laughs> Under a, a downspout that was shooting out a waterfall. Yeah, wow. It was, it, was, um, it was challenging. Yeah. So there are things that are always out of your control, but if you make note of it, it's going to happen again. You're gonna have yeah. to put in the rain again. Right? Yeah. You're gonna have to, you know, you're, you're gonna, a meat that doesn't come to temp. Yeah. Hey, where do we source that from? Right? It took longer. Yeah. Right. It's it's been you know looking back, it's been uh, I look back at the early days, and not just us as a team, but I remember the days down in Eau Claire and just the amount of gear that people would carry. Yeah. Right. Not a stop, yeah. and it's just crazy, right? Yeah. But you don't need. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. It makes it just so much. Well, you talk about the noise, right? Yeah. Eliminate that, and yeah, yeah all that extra is just a. We we watched this uh, documentary on the on the new space telescope, the Webb telescope. They have 344 uh, single points of failure. If any one of those. 344 fails, then their their whole mission is essentially likely to be yeah. scrapped, right? So, yeah. not to say that we're, you know, putting up telescopes sure. in space, but if you take a similar approach and with barbecue, if you get rid of the the noise and you focus on the, on the specific things that matter, yeah. Right? And rehearse that uh, yeah. and reduce the chance that you're going to have a wreck. Yep. Yeah. You're at least giving yourself a chance, right? Yep. And if you have a good day and, and the judges have a good day, maybe you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, no, no. It's obviously it's working because, you know, looking, watching you guys over the last couple of years, uh, the results have been been there. So it's, Yeah, we're creeping up. We're yeah. getting consistent. Yeah. We finished uh, all but one of the competitions this year. We're in top ten. Yeah. So if you stay in the top ten, yeah. you know one of ten people has a chance to win it. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Did you find with the, when you've competed overseas, the taste, the judging taste, is it? Is there a difference there? Do you notice or? Oh, you mean our marmite brisket? <laughs> <laughs> um, slightly. Yeah. I think that. When I judged, or when we judged, did you notice the brisket of the of the four meats? There was the biggest difference in brisket. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I would mean, find that in the states though. That's the meat you notice it the most on. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember the UK a couple of the. And I don't know if these were seasoned judges, but uh, they sampled our brisket and they're like, it tastes a little bit like marmite. <laughs> Is that a good thing or not? I don't know. <laughs> but um, chicken's pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, ribs would be the same. Ribs are pretty much the same. Maybe pork and brisket. Yeah. Yeah, brisket. And I think part of it is they don't get the same sort of beef. Plus, I don't know if it's brisket has changed quite a bit in the last five years from what I see. Mm-hmm. People are doing stuff that shouldn't be done to brisket, and the judges are starting to like it. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where can folks uh, get information, find your products? Sure. We're uh, on social media a lot. You want to? Yeah. Up on that? So, uh, Kreiser Barbecue on Instagram yep. and Facebook. Um, and. We, if you go to CrazyBarbecue.co online, um, has all of our 
company information and a listing of stores where we're now on the shelves. Um, and then probably through Fire Barbecue as well and some of their social media stuff. They're promoting the brands that they are selling, yep. which we're proud to be part of that game. Yep. Good yeah, folks. Good yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. Or the barbecue circuit. Yes. Yeah. So come out. Always in, find uh, you out there. Yeah. Come find us. We have a Canadian flag and a Crazy Barbecue flag. Now. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, great to sit down and you know appreciate the friendship over the last few years. Yeah. Uh, you, were, you were talking about the charcoal thing earlier, and I, re- I remember my the first time I met you was Cremona. Okay, down in Linwood. Yeah, or no, no, oh, Cremona. Cremona oh, yeah. the, the, in the mud. The mud, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I cooked the amateur there. All right. And I had my Weber kettle and I had my charcoal offset. And Perfect. you came, you came over and you, you, you made a comment. It must have been the Friday night when we were just getting set up and oh, something. Awesome. You know, great to see the charcoal kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, uh, that was a nightmare. That I still have nightmares of the mud. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a muddy one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. Oh, that's good. Well, well, thanks. Thanks for coming up. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. This has been great. Last question I ask, and I, I'd say now it's probably the Yoder, the new Yoder that you've got uh, at home. You got that fired up. What's kind of your go-to for uh, for dinner? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Lana. You know what? I love our Weber kettle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's more manageable for me yeah. if I'm kind of doing stuff on my own or even to, when it's just the two of us cooking too yeah, yeah. Um, we've been playing a lot with the Yoda sure yeah and it's been really fun yeah and uh, yeah we've, what do you throw on it on the Yoda yeah whichever what's the yeah, go, what's well, your go to like? we did um, we've done some chicken we've been playing with our chicken recipe a bit so we've yeah. been using the Yoda for that yeah um, we've got lots of garden veg that yes. we've been sh- through, so... Showing me the tomato yeah. hull. Uh, yeah. yeah, we've been um, roasting lots of veg on nice. it. Uh, what else have we done on it? Some ribs. What's your, what's your favorite? Burgers. What's your go-to? Food? Yeah. yeah. On the grill. Very mm, small. Oh, I, I really love our burgers here. Yeah. And you've got to go right Yep. I, I have to totally agree with that. With a little pirate blend on there? A little pirate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Alberta Gold and the pirate blend That's is my right. go-to on the That's steaks. Right. Yep. Or the little SPG. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's that's my go-to yep. as well. Yep. It's a good universe yep. here. Yep. Right? And just... I... Uh, Yoder or a kettle or a truck or it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Although, Thank you. Oh, go ahead. Yep. Close second yeah. is uh, <laughs> nice salmon with some yeah. high tide on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get it in there, right? That's what this is. Uh, yeah. No, thank you. Uh, thank you both so much. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Appreciate you doing this for me, and uh, it's awesome. And best of luck uh, as the business continues to grow. It's exciting to see it. Yeah, thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thanks to Barry and Lana from Kreiser Barbecue for joining me this month. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Look for their products at your favorite barbecue shop or go online at kreiserbarbecue.co. Next month, we head to South America to chat with Argentinian grill manufacturer Konkai. I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there is someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta so you can get on out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next month and keep on smoking.